It was his idea. Skipping out. Let's get this chemistry assignment done, Keith said. And then he added, at my place. He knew I didn't like to spend a lot of time at my own house. So, yeah, maybe he planned this. Makes total sense. Except it doesn't. And now my phone won't shut up. I finally hopped from the couch and grabbed my phone from my bag, squatting on the floor. I don't answer. I just stare at the word mom flashing on the screen. Then the ringing stops. Great, I say. Somehow she's figured out that I'm not at school. Maybe Coach Bailey called her? All I can think about is my mom's worried face. The thoughts that must be swirling through her brain. Donal runs a hand through his red hair, then leans forward, his eyes on me. But he's not making the funny face anymore. Then the phone starts ringing again, and he leans back on the couch, laughing. I try to gather my thoughts. Okay, quick, what's my excuse? Screw it. Hello? I say after the third ring. I brace myself. But I don't hear any words. I just hear something like a moan. Hello? I say again. The moan turns to some sort of heavy breathing, and then I hear Mom's voice. Beth? It sounds like she's been crying. Mom, I'm here, I say, feeling sick to my stomach. I was worried about being in trouble, but now I'm just afraid. Thank God I found you, Mom says. I hear her take a few deep breaths. She sniffles and says, They said you weren't at school. I thought, I thought, oh, I didn't know what to think. I'm used to hearing my mother cry. For over three years, it's been a fact of life. She can be laughing one minute, and then, wham, she's leaking tears. Like she feels bad for ever having fun. I'm so used to it, it hardly ever phases me. I'm always there to hug her, rub her back, play the good daughter. But the way she sounds now is different. Mom, I'm okay. I'm at a friend's. Just come home. Come home. Then she makes some kind of gurgling noise. Mom? My heart is revving up. I hear a voice in the background. My stepfather's, probably. I think I hear him say, tell her. Oh, God. I look over at Donal, but he's still staring up at the ceiling, smiling in an exasperated way. Beth? Mom says, her voice sounding shaky. I hold my breath close my eyes. They found Sam. I let out my breath. Or maybe it's a gasp. But I don't say anything. And I keep my eyes shut. Because when I open my eyes, I'm not sure what the world will look like. I've been waiting for this moment for three years. Beth, Mom says, speaking carefully now. He's alive. I open my eyes. The world looks the same as before, but it shouldn't. It should be brighter, more colorful, like a wondrous land of make-believe. I must be in some weird dream now. Because what Mom is saying 
isn't possible. They found him this morning, honey, and now he's home. He's home with us. She starts crying again, and then I realize why she sounded different. This is a happy cry. My brain can't make sense of it. Sam, plus found, plus alive, plus home, equals Sam is found, Sam is alive, Sam is at home, our home. It's all wrong. Sam is dead. Sam is gone. He disappeared three years ago. No, more than three years ago. Vanished. Like one of those kids on the milk cartons. You never see them again. You just don't. Beth, did you hear me? Mom says. Donal is looking over at me now with a concerned expression.